8.15 on a Friday, Boston, Massachusetts. Hey guys, I got some news, some terrible news. We got a huge problem. I feel like we could do a podcast and it would be a million times better than whatever that drivel was we were listening to. What the hell is a podcast? What is that? The future of radio. You jabronis. Hey yo, and welcome to the Always Sunny Cast. I'm your co-host Eric. And I'm your co-host Ross. And this is the podcast where we go through It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, episode by episode, scene by scene, and we break it all down, we talk about it, and then uh, we try to see what's so funny about it. Yes. Ross, this episode is great. I love the energy of this episode. Especially coming off two high energy ones, this is kind of like low panicky. Yeah, it's you know, there's no yelling. It's just kind of like intense, like quiet whispers. (laughs) They they all like they all have micro arguments, but they all more or less on the same page of we gotta like get out of here. They're all trapped. They need to get out, so they have to work together. (laughs) And speaking of working together, we have a guest this episode. A a guest we've worked together with? A guest we've worked together with, yeah. A uh, a man so nice, we're having him on twice. Our old teammate from improv, Anthony. Hey-o! 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 Welcome back. Thank you for having me, guys. It's a pleasure to be back. Well, I think you're a great contribution oh, to thanks, the podcast. It also, lift, it also lifts the burden off of our shoulders a little bit, because somebody else can say something for once. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a guy that has a lot to say. <laughs> I'll just chime in with random facts, like, uh, Geyser Water is from a geyser. No, we please Thank stick you, to Anthony. facts about Always Sunny, though, if you don't mind. Just not yeah. whatever's around okay. on your desk. <laughs> well, uh, awesome, yeah. So, uh, yeah, thanks for helping us out. And uh, I see we're ready to go because, Ross, you got this cool fedora on. I got a cool leather jacket on. And, Anthony, you got that whip. So I think we're, we're, <laughs> I think we're ready to start. Oh, hell yeah. Today we're talking Season 7, Episode 9, The Gang Gets Trapped. Original air date is November 10th, 2011. Written by Love Rocky, who we last had on, who last wrote uh, White Mac and Charlie White Trash. Great episode. It was the last time we saw, yeah, yeah, last time we heard of uh, Love wow. Rocky. Amazing name. Uh, yeah, totally, yeah, I know. We it's talked like about that last time. I know. <laughs> we talked about it last time too, yeah. Directed Wait, by I... Match. What? I was going to say, I, the last time this person wrote, I was also on that podcast. Oh, that's right. Oh, you yeah. were on the White Trash episode. <laughs> I was. What a coincidence. What? Hey, look at that. We, we got to get you back for all the Love Rockies. <laughs> oh, s- there's such good episodes. Yeah. Uh, it's directed by Matt, Sh- uh, and it's directed by Matt Shackman, and Ross, what's that? IMDB slash Hulu summary. Uh, which one you want first? <laughs> Ooh, Anthony, why don't you pick? We want the Hulu or we want the IMDB? Well, Hulu is always interesting. What does Hulu have to say? Okay, the gang's plan to extract, in quotes, an artifact, in quotes, from a residence is jeopardized when the owners turn out to be home. Having not been noticed on the way in, they must make a plan to get the same result for the way out. I read that as well. I was curious now because now I'm on Hulu. You know what I mean? I go, oh, they say that. Yeah, yeah. What does it say? That is clunky. The, the, the last sentence is the very ending. clunky. It sounds like an AI wrote it. <laughs> probably. An AI probably did write it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. an AI will be doing this podcast pretty soon, probably. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Uh, they'd, pro- they'd, get, they'd probably get way more listeners, I'm sure. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, I, so, okay, so that's what it says there. Now, what does the IMDb say? All right. Inspired by Indiana Jones, Dennis D. F- and Frank sneak into a house supposed to contain a rare vase, but become trapped when the owners return home early. Okay, fair enough. But aren't they already home? The wife is. Well, it's unclear because how like it's unclear what time the wife the wife is home when the episode starts, but it's yeah, unclear right. kind of before that. And I don't think it's really necessary to mention Indiana Jones. I don't think in that. Well, I no. I, I actually do think that they broke into the house when the wife was there. You do because think that? I, yeah, that's at, what I'm thinking too. At, at some point, um, they mentioned like. We broke into a house with people in it. Right, of course. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, they do say that. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie certainly does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Uh, all right, yeah. Okay, all right, nice. And uh, this episode was written in 2011. So, so, Ross, what was going on in the world? What was going on in the world is Indiana Jones and the Secret of the Appalachian came out this year. Are you familiar with this? I know you're an Indiana Jones head. I am an Indiana Jones head. That, I, I don't know. I'm going to say that's some sort of novelization, some novel. Of- so this is like a 50-minute movie that some, like a group of people made. Okay. It's written and directed by someone named B. Anthony Gibson. And the production company behind this is Tatum Pictures. Okay. And Tatum Pictures has only made B. Anthony Gibson movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's probably his production company, yeah. <laughs> So interesting. I just he also made like a Star Wars movie. Have you never heard of B. Anthony Gibson? Yeah, where well, you been, Rose? <laughs> this guy is I don't know, man. This guy is everywhere. He is <laughs> the eyes and ears of Hollywood. An, uh, that's cool though, and a fan film. That's a nice connection, Ross. Uh, pretty good. Yeah. So he he actually made two Indiana Jones movies. To be clear, so wh- these are like not like remakes or like not like. These are no, it, I guess scripts. it's supposed to fit somewhere in the canon of Indiana Jones. Wow. Do you like watch it on like Vimeo or something? Like what the where where did you find these? These are on YouTube. Oh, no way. Yeah, so <laughs> look up Indiana Jones in the Secret of the Appalachian. You can watch a 50-minute movie. Jesus. It's not great, but there is production value, so I, I wish more movies were 50 minutes. Yeah, tighten them up, movies. Yeah, what are you going to be so long for? <laughs> yeah, what are yeah, you writing real. a two-hour movie for? <laughs> like, I I want to eat dinner. Save some for the sequel. Yeah, jeez. Yeah, <laughs> uh, all right, well, uh, yeah, nice. Let's uh, let's get into this then. Cold open, 1.45 p.m. on a Tuesday in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. We open up a Denison D in the closet of an unknown house. And we open up with this sort of... What is this action movie thriller kind of music? Yeah, it's a little bit of like suspenseful. Yeah, suspenseful. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I was gonna say like classic like eighties nineties like action movie dun, like stealth. Dun, dun, yeah. Dun, dun, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something's going on, uh, yeah. and this is the only music we get for the whole episode. Like, there's no besides the opening intro. There's no none of the normal always sunny music at all. No, we get the some panic music. Just that's all we get. <laughs> And Dennis is in here panicking. We open up. This is great. You open up in the. It's like a. It's like the opening of a James Bond movie or something. You open up directly in the middle of something already going on. Great way to begin something. Oh yes, perfect. Yeah, start at the meat. Yeah, start at the meat. Yeah, Dennis is in there panicking. 
about being in this house. And Dee's talking too loud, to according to Dennis here. <laughs> and Dee has this, so they, they're in this closet, apparently, and there's this lady that's inside this, they're in a bedroom closet, and they can see through the slats, this lady that's mm-hmm. kind of walking around the the bedroom. And Dee has this insane idea to bum rush her and choke her out with her own belt. This is when we're starting the episode. <laughs> It's one of the first lines in the episode, and Dee wants to choke somebody out, and we don't even know why. It's kind of interesting, right? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. And it's crazy, like, that is, like, like Dennis will talk about everything being escalated. That is <laughs> escalating the situation greatly. A hundred percent. Like, instant jump to a 10. We're always taking things to a 10. <laughs> so, but, you know, Dennis doesn't doesn't like that idea. And he starts, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, he starts <laughs> self-reflecting. <laughs> he goes on like a speech <laughs> right here. Yeah, he. this is like, he. you know, D, you're escalating the situation, and he self-reflecting, this is what we do. And he basically explains the premise of the show, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everybody's in the gas. Nobody's on the brakes. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's thinking. Yeah. Nobody's th- <laughs> it's like one thing after another. It's like, you know, it's like they get this idea in their heads and everyone goes. Like, that is the premise of the show, essentially. And he That's really so wants true. To, he's talking about he wants to examine this process. We're going to examine our process. I love that like term. Uh, our <laughs> process. Like, what are, like, <laughs> what are they? <laughs> They're an organization. <laughs> they right. refer to themselves. <laughs> Just talking Group dynamics in a lady's closet is just insane. <laughs> just like having a self-reflective moment in a closet. Instead of actively trying to escape, they're well, just having a full-blown conversation. Yeah, of like how they got into that problem in the first place. Yeah. Right. And, and apparently, like, so like De- Dennis is in the closet. So at some point, Dennis has snapped and gone the complete like, you know what I mean? Like, he's so against this now. You know what I mean? Like, at some point, though, he was for it. I mean, right? Oh, yeah. We do hear about his speech a n- number of times in this episode. <laughs> it was fu- a very compelling speech. It's just funny, though, that this, yeah, it's very, very, very uh, persuasive. But it's it's funny, like, that something, like, happened to Dennis here where he, it caused him to do this self-reflecting thing of being like, we're not, we're, we're not working. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like, this isn't working. Eric, I- I'm going to have to ask you, uh, your breath smells terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> apparently, uh, apparently, we'll find out later, D had a a, a, what do, a quadruple onion. I think onion. Is, a quadruple onion burger. They, they, something went down at this burger shop. This is a whole episode a in and of itself. A went down at the burger shop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We'll find out, like, it should be illegal, by the way, to order quadruple onions <laughs> on your burger. I know. I can't stand onions. Really? Yeah, no. I think they add great flavor. Really? I love it's, onions. Sometimes it's just not worth the flavor. The, the stink. I, I don't care for the flavor. I don't care for anything about them, quite frankly. Those ones that are like kind of fried inside an onion ring, that's kind of like maybe like okay. But like yeah. not on a sandwich or something. That's just madness. Or a burger, that's madness to me. I I throw onions on everything. Literally, I love onions. Uh, um, yeah, dude, get on the onion train. Onions and garlic, just not quadruple. Yeah, not quadruple. This 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 bur- this idea of something going down at this burger shop is such a fun thing to play with. 
Mm-hmm. And I love the way... Yeah, because you could, like, fictionalize it to the max, and we never actually get to see it. Right. So we anything, just have to believe it's true. And anything could have happened. They could say anything, and it, it was Exactly. <laughs> it's so true. I, I think at one point... Uh, We'll get to it later, but Charlie says Dennis stood up on a table. Well, yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. escalating like <laughs> for everybody. I, I was gonna say this later because there's a scene that really reminds me of, but this whole episode more or less reminds me of an improv set. Doesn't it? Doesn't this a hundred percent? Yes, it's always two people, two to three people. Mm-hmm. They're 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 always. It's basically talking heads. I mean, nobody's really exactly. doing it. Talking heads for people who know is an improv term where. Two people just standing there. It's 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 frowned upon for you to just be standing there talking to each other. You really should be doing something. Doing something. And there, it's the, uh, if I was ever going to teach an improv, I would say this is a great. If you're hiding, talking head scene. Well, yeah. If you're hiding, you're technically standing there, but you're also doing something. You are hiding. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like, <laughs> if you if you don't have no idea what's going on be hiding it it causes something to happen you know what i mean right so i like this like they're hiding and this is just allows them to talk to each other without them just standing there talking to each other (laughs) yeah it's a great alibi for an action right right yeah yeah just like what's going it's it's really interesting and and we'll get to it later but when the arizona conversation is is in like what improv basically is two people <laughs> talking about something they're gonna be doing oh yeah and then for d to be able to call it back so yeah that's why it's like to me it's just sort of like uh, it's this is we'll talk about more about improv later on because there are other scenes that really really remind me of it but yeah but yeah these two just standing in a closet talking uh, and that's what the whole episode is basically <laughs> Sick of a D, we can't do this anymore. Yeah, they're in. They're in. You just want to do this. I, you almost feel bad for Dennis. Uh, and then, and <laughs> yeah. then they're, they're in over their heads. And then we get the, the title card. The game gets trapped. What do you think of the title? I think it's accurate. That's a very accurate title. Well, not really, actually, because they could just leave at any time. They're just. Well, they feel trapped. They, they feel yeah, trapped. They don't, they, don't, yeah. they don't know that exactly yet. That this family has zero situational awareness. They have none. <laughs> In no way they really trapped. <laughs> They're willingly like held themselves hostage at this place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so after the opening credits, in the closet, Dennis and Dee argue some more. And that's basically what happens. They, you know, this is gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be a little tricky this episode where I will I split the up like the scenes are along, but whenever mm-hmm. they sort of change subjects or a new person enters, that's pretty much where I split them up. Sounds good. I, I think that's a pretty accurate way of uh, describing each scene. It's a, it was a little tough. It was a little tricky. It was it, this one. Ha- this was a li- kind of like Charlie McDennis in a way. It was it was just sort of tricky to get the cuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, D is talking about how this could have been avoidable. And Dennis is also not so innocent in this situation. Yeah, he should have stood up on that table and given that awesome speech <laughs> about how it was the perfect one to lead us into a house. <laughs> he qualifies his own speech. That awesome speech. Like, he's proud of that speech. I mean, it was a very persuasive speech. It was a damn good speech. Uh, Charlie's usually the one that does these speeches, don't you think? 
Charlie? Yeah, like the America stuff and the like. This, oh, like, that, that's true. He can rile the gang up in like a big empire. I I feel like as long as America is at like the <laughs> the focal point, he could convince the gang to do anything. Uh, <laughs> and in a weird way, they do have like this. Like I feel like they're giving themselves the responsibility of having to return this base that isn't even stolen. Why are they assuming responsibility for this? Um, I don't think they ever get well, into detail. Well, apparently, they, they, we'll talk about it later, but apparently some newspaper article was read to Mac and Charlie, and that fired them up, and then for some reason it <laughs> escalated to where Dennis even says, Dennis says here, he, he shouldn't have stood up on that table and done that, per, he says perfect, spe- you know, he talks about perfect speech, <laughs> and talks about his wonderful grace. <laughs> it talks about how he's the perfect one to lead into the house because oh, of his... with a demon like a demon's whisper. <laughs> talk about the demon's whisper later. That's why it's like improv. Where they, yeah. they keep adding <laughs> stuff later. You know yeah. what I mean? Like this is just Dennis talking about his wonderful grace. <laughs> Does Dennis ever seem graceful? I'm like, where's this Dennis's graceful idea coming from? Yeah, we don't really get to see him be uh, too graceful I, ever, I, really, I, right? No, not really. None of the gang. No. No, he's a psychopath. <laughs> and through the slats here in the uh, the the closet, you can there's this woman looks like she's packing. They can tell she's kind of packing a, a suitcase. This is where yeah, this is where we find out she had quadruple onions. Regrets D getting quadruple onions. Uh, D claims to have been dragged into this situation. You nosed your way into this like you do everything. You are nothing but liabilities, D. For what purpose would you be dragged? Is this a, you think this is true with D? Is this a thing D does? Yeah, yeah, that's something D does. She wants to be included. D always, yeah, she tries to wiggle her way into everything. Uh, yeah, yeah. remember when they tried out for the Eagles? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> she didn't have to be there. That's true. She didn't really even want to be there. Uh, it, but it, I thought he says you're nothing but liabilities. You're nothing but liabilities. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great line. It's a funny way to put it, though. A liability. Right. She's a liability. Like she's a problem. It, it seems like, like just such a logistic way of like <laughs> defining her. Like we're not sure what problem she's gonna be, but it will be a problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I like how he's like kind of yelling at her. Oh, they're, they're talking and the lady's so still loud. Just yeah, like, the <laughs> she is unaware that someone's in her closet, which she hasn't opened her closet to pack anything from there. Yeah, I think that's interesting too. That's funny. This is another reason, like, if we would, you know, people doing a set, you would have you the other person in the scene would have to pretend to not hear them. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that's the only way it works. It's like, <laughs> they can't hear them. Like, they just, for whatever reason, this lady has zero awareness, zero situational <laughs> awareness. I think I would probably. Yeah, they, like, scream yelling at each other. <laughs> yeah, I think I probably would I, I hear someone in the closet doing that. Plus, she's packing. You think, like, the closet's the worst place to be. Yeah, it's where, like, half your shit lives. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> lives. You'd think you'd right smell the quadruple. Onions. Uh... This is when the homeowner leaves and Dennis contacts Mac and Charlie, who are in a van outside. So <laughs> I, I thought the van thing was hilarious because why do they have a van? When did they get a that's van? That's a great They've question. So it seems like they're coming from the burger place, 
right? They were they're coming from the burger place. Yeah, it seems like they went from the burger place. It sounds like it. Got yeah. a van. Got a van. Yeah, maybe. Which why? <laughs> well, I think the idea is because like when you're doing like a stakeout <laughs> like this, you, they're in a van. I mean, this is you know what I mean. Like the guys out front are usually in a van in a movie. That's what it would be. So yeah, like a typical like like the movie heist. Like there, there's always a van. Like <laughs> yeah, where's the van? Be a van? Get in the van. Like, you know, <laughs> I'm on board. <laughs> we we even get some like code names like extraction team. What is the status of the thing? And then they call it the artifact. Yeah, we get some walkie-talkie <laughs> language. Yeah, we get some walkie-talkies. Remember the last time we saw the walkie-talkies? Over and out. Over and out. Yeah, when uh, Ma- Max banging the waitress. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do the whole stakeout. Yeah. They. Yeah. Exactly. Uh. So yeah, they're in the they're in this this thing in, in the back of the this van outside, and they're communicating with the extraction team, which is we don't know it's Frank yet, but it, it'll be Frank, D, and Dennis. But right now, it's just Dennis and D are the extraction team, and they're so we're filling in the piece of the puzzle. What's going on here? Now you understand. Okay, and they're looking for some sort of artifact, some sort of artifact situation. Mm-hmm. But Dennis says no artifact plan. It's off. Stupid plan and negative, negative. It's an awesome <laughs> plan. <laughs> this is a real divide between the people inside and the people outside. But right. even inside, like Frank is on board with Mac and Charlie. Totally, hundred <laughs> percent more, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and this is great. Now we get a shot of them where Mac is wearing a fedora, an Indiana Jones style fedora, mm-hmm. and a Tommy Bahama. It's, yeah, of course, because it's the Fat Max season. He he continues to wear that stuff, I think, even after. Like, it's just oh, too yeah, big. Long after. Yeah, it's just too yeah. big. It just becomes part of his wardrobe. Yeah, it's just part of it. Uh, and, and Charlie's wearing, like, a leather jacket. So they have this, like, Indiana Jones thing between the two of them. And they even say it belongs in a museum. <laughs> the artifact right, belongs in a, a museum. Very, yeah, a famous Indiana Jones <laughs> quote. Yeah, it belongs in a museum. So you're starting to piece together what's going on here. What they. Like they always do, they think they can reenact movies. Mm-hmm. So, did, <laughs> on the way to this house, did they also stop to get an Indiana Jones costume and then split it up amongst them? <laughs> that's a great question. Yeah, Maybe at a yeah. leather shop. I mean, that's a great question, and you got to assume yes. I mean, this must be the escalating that Dennis keeps talking about. Yeah. I bet they got so riled up, they were like, we need to go get supplies on the way there. They made up code names. Exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's right. Yeah. And But Dennis is arguing back, and they shouldn't be making plans based on dumb movies. Excuse me? <laughs> Indiana Jones is a dumb movie? And I love Dennis's reaction of like, he's like coy. He's kind of like, <laughs> like, why even like have the first this? one. <laughs> <laughs> I like the first one. Conversation, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, I like him as a character. Uh, Dee's disgusted by that. Well, have you? What are you guys' thoughts on Indiana Jones? You guys have thoughts? I, I I saw them. I thought they were good. They're fun. Yeah, yeah. I thought they were great. I, I think. The, I mean, Ra- I think Raiders of the Lost Ark is truly like a perfect movie. Like from front to end, it's a perfect movie. It's crazy. Uh, that is that the one from with the guy from the Goonies? Is that the one with the guy from the Goonies? He plays the child. Yeah. Oh, no, Temple that's of Temple of Sorry. Doom. <laughs> I've never seen Goonies, so I don't know. Yeah, I just know I, Indiana Jones hates snakes. That's right. I, I didn't like uh, Temple of Doom that much. 
I I don't watch that one as yeah, much Temple as of I Doom watch is the, the one that two. sort of gets you know obviously we're I'm, we're talking the first three the tr- the first not Kingdom Skull which we all agree you know is borderline yeah not the fan not a fan one. made better who knows but uh, it could be I I was gonna say I do say. Uh, Galima, Galima. When I was growing up, Temple of Doom was like the one that was always on TV. It's the one I saw the most. I, that was kind of like the one I was like I used to watch all the time. Temple of Doom and Last Crusade. That that's my favorite. Was that, one. was that the last one? That was the third one. Okay, how many are total? Not including these bootleg ones. There's a third one with a fifth one that what just came out or is coming out like this week or something. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah. There's yeah, another the one. Dial of Destiny. <laughs> Sorry. It's going I'm out like, so it's far like Outbreak right now. <laughs> yeah. Is that with uh, uh, Shia LaBeouf? No, Shia LaBeouf is, is, is Kingdom. Crystal Skull. The, the Crystal yeah. Skull. But he's not back for this. Is this with Young one. Indiana Jones? No. Oh, must be busy. Wasn't Young Indiana Jones like a celebrity? No. Young. What? <laughs> young Indiana Jones was a TV no, show. Uh, the actor who played Young Indiana Jones was like a famous. Oh yeah, I think he it was. He was like a I young actor that died exactly, like yeah. shortly after that. That I don't know. But yeah. Oh no, you think you're thinking of River Phoenix from the last crusade. You're thinking of River Phoenix from the last yeah, crusade. Yeah, River Phoenix. That's who it was. Yeah. That's from the last crusade. He's in the last but there is a separate TV show called The Young Indiana Jones. It is a TV what? show. What? And you watch it? I watched it when I was a kid, yeah, of course. Was it a cartoon? <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh yeah. No, it was live what action. It was just like points of his life, just different stuff. We named the dog cool. Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's true. That's true. The dog, the dog, like the like Indiana Jones's father, his dog was named Indiana. That's why your name was Junior. Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, they 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 start arguing about uh, Indiana Jones. There, Dennis likes him as a character, and. Uh, He's starting to realize that though this plan is dumb, and like all their plans, he's like kind of seen. He's kind of seen it from our perspective. <laughs> yeah, which is interesting, right? Yeah, definitely. But what about your whole speech? I have the grace of a falcon. I'll be in and out like a demon's whisper. How poetic! It was a damn good <laughs> like, speech. It Dennis, was a very though, persuasive right? speech. That's Dennis. You stood up in that chair at the burger restaurant. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's sort of Dennis's language, you know, the hammer of Thor and the flowery language, like a demon's whisper. That is so Dennis' language. The gust of a thousand <laughs> winds. The grace of a line. the grace of a falcon. Have you heard that term before? <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't know them to be graceful. No, I don't either. I, I'm sure they are, but I've just never heard yeah. the grace of a falcon. You would think like panther or something. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, they, Charlie says an interesting thing. He said, "You stood up on the table for everyone and gave the speech to mm-hmm. everyone." So that implies everyone in the it's restaurant. Everybody at the restaurant. Right. <laughs> so just families eating, like <laughs> just hearing Dennis scream. About now all witnesses taking back a uh, right. item from for the museum. And uh, even Dennis says again, he goes, yes, it was very persuasive. Like, he's very, like, he knows his powers, you know what I mean? But he regrets that now. Oh, we should we should mention, does D mention she has to pee Yes, here? she immediately after that conversation, D goes, I gotta pee, right. and she storms out of the closet. Right. When D leaves to pee, we find out Frank has been hiding under the bed. 
So yeah, Dennis, she leaves the pee, and Dennis goes to stop her. And I love how how when he stops her, we hear Mac go, "All right, you know, Indiana Jones four wasn't that good." <laughs> okay, before we get too much into this, this is very funny, but. This is just a, a TV thing, a movie thing, but the way walkie-talkies work is crazy. Like, they don't exactly work like this. You know what I mean? Where you can just kind of overhear, what do you mean? like, overhear people. Like, if he was holding the button down, like, Dennis would never be able to reply to him. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, that's true. There's a connection yeah. block, right? Yeah, it's like, uh, that's why you say over, so you, like, can go back and forth. But it's sort of like, it's just it's just a TV thing where, like, people overhear each other on walkie-talkies. It's like... Well, it's a good way to, like, connect the two sometimes, you know? Yeah. They do explain it a little bit later on with Mac accidentally holding the button <laughs> down. And I like they do mm-hmm. do somewhat of an explanation, but yeah. So, yeah, he overhears this Indiana Jones convo where they, you know, they don't like the fourth one. And Mac doesn't really like Temple of Doom, but Charlie does. And don't you love this Frank entrance? This is one of the best Frank entrances there is. I <laughs> oh, mean. just like popping out from under the bed. Sliding, is awesome. <laughs> sliding out on his back. <laughs> he was under the bed the whole time. <laughs> and I like. Yeah, so let's go. He, he goes, has a walkie, they too. They know that, too, because they go. Yeah, he's a walkie too. Yeah, they're all connected. And the lady didn't hear the walkie when she was packing the bag, and he was under the bed. I mean, <laughs> I mean, theoretically, he could have had it turned off, I guess. But if yeah. we're gonna do some work for Frank here, uh, he slides out, and he ain't going nowhere until he finds that vase. He's hell bent. Why oh, is yeah. he? Why is he more than most people <laughs> in this episode? <laughs> like so for this, I think he's excited. The thrill. He needs justice. Yeah, the thrill, like the, he's like breaking the law. The thrill of it, like he's like a thrill junkie. All right, I can see that. The law, I, I think uh, he's not as scared of his conse- like the consequences of his actions, because he'll just post bail or something because he's rich. He Frank's one of those guys, like anything rolls right off him. He doesn't have real problems, and he can't really face any real problems. Uh, and and they're sort of Dennis is sort of kind of persuade him to leave we gotta go and this is where charlie chimes in through the walkie and again unless dennis was accidentally holding the button down charlie wouldn't hear what's going on to be able to respond to them you know what i mean but they want to think about the vase you know the think about what's best for the the vase and then of course mac chimes in with his men of honor (laughs) we are men of honor we are men of honor who protect artifacts from those who steal them what you didn't even give a shit about artifacts two hours ago <laughs> and this is such a great always sunny so what <laughs> like you know, we'll do i mean now. their attention is so short that right. yeah they would do this like within an instant yeah they live drop everything to go find a artifact that doesn't <laughs> exist <laughs> they truly live in the moment well we shouldn't be we should not be committing crimes based on beliefs that we had two hours oh i fucked that up <laughs> two hours <Yeah>. ago, <laughs> that's a, you're right though. Two hours yeah. ago, you're, you're, and and, and he, the, but yeah, that's that's a pretty good idea. I would say, <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. Uh, so we get this like funny like miscommunication about the newspaper article. Well, yeah, so, now we're getting some backstory. Yeah, yeah. Charlie goes in and says, "Well, you shouldn't be reading newspaper articles about stolen artifacts that outrage us." And he is right. passionate okay. about it. But D informs them that. 
this article was about the museum holding an auction to raise money. So somewhere at the beginning of that article being read, they stopped listening, right? And then made up the ending. Well, okay. Let's say that is true. How did Dennis get swept up in this? I don't know. This somehow went from museum to Indiana Jones <laughs> real quick, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a bunch of. That's why it's funny. That's why it's sort of like. It doesn't matter, you know what I mean? Like, it, but it's just funny, like <laughs> to try to piece together what happened at this. Like, this burger store right. is, is an episode in and of itself. So uh, the vase was—I love the vase was not stolen. There's not not they were trying. <laughs> do you try to explain the vase is not is not stolen? Yeah, as in a matter of fact, only if we fall through <laughs> with this plan will the vase be stolen. That is a great line. That is an incredible line. <laughs> it, I love the next line where. Uh, Charlie goes, where you were the ones who escalated us off of being the extraction team. So there's that word escalation again. So it's like, <laughs> like right. were they listening yeah. in or did they have prior conversations about escalation? Yeah, this whole episode is just about escalation. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I mean, the stakes constantly get higher throughout the rest of this episode. More people popping in, Charlie popping in. But and, and they're right though. It, according to what we know about the burger shop, Dennis is the one that fired them all up. It's true. This is all his fault. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dennis and Dee quit, but Frank is still in. And this is you know it's, he's, this is where he's living on the edge, making him feel alive. This is like old Frank. This is like Frank, like when we first met Frank, when he wanted Season to do crazy three, stuff. Yeah, when he was purposefully trying to do crazy stuff. Living on the edge. It's making me feel alive. And now <laughs> Charlie breaks this down a little bit, and this must have been something that was discussed beforehand. He says, see, Frank has the attitude, Dennis has the grace, and and Dee knows their way in. <laughs> yeah. But that's why they don't... That's, that's why they're on the extraction team because of Frank's attitude and and Dennis's great again his grace. Do you, do you guys watch <laughs> the um the subtitles when you watch the episode? Yes, I do. Uh, most of the time, it yeah. It says that D says D was dragged. <laughs> oh yeah, you know you can you can hear D. Yeah, she she yeah. does try to justify. She does yeah D real quick at the end before it's cut. She says yeah. I was dragged. <laughs> I I didn't hear it, but I kept uh, seeing it, and I was like, that's hilarious. We then see a sports utility vehicle pull up and a man with pointed feet enter the house while Mac and Charlie inform the rest of the gang. He doesn't have pointed feet. How do you know that, though? Because the man can't have... <laughs> he was wearing cowboy boots. Yeah, but how do you know? I guess I don't know for <laughs> sure, but... <laughs> it's true. That's incredible. <laughs> I get to, to, to relent like yeah. that. I, I guess... Oh, I guess I don't know. <laughs> I, I guess I don't know. Yeah, fine. <laughs> so, yeah, the, this car pulls up here, and they stop panicking. This sort of switches. The music comes on. This is like a, you know, something's happening now. And can't see the face. It's a guy with, like, a cowboy hat. Uh, and Charlie, yeah, Charlie thinks he has pointed feet of some kind. And don't you love Dennis's response? What does that mean? <laughs> Dennis goes, what does that mean? <laughs> Mac, he's wearing cowboy boots. Right, he's wearing cowboy boots. But they could be pointed on the inside. <laughs> and they do this thing, how do you know? It's so funny. I guess I, I, guess I don't. <laughs> I, I guess I can't say for sure. It, 
obviously doesn't help the extraction team like at all. No, this is not helping. <laughs> this is not helping. Like, I don't think they uh, ever mentioned that he was going inside the house. They just mentioned there's a guy. <laughs> right, exactly, yeah. But the guy does come in, and you can overhear two people talking, and they have these southern accents. And it sounds like... One of them came home and tripped the alarm. Who tripped the alarm? Oh, that was Dennis. That was the extraction team. So, yeah, maybe that's... I think we just solved the case. They tripped the alarm. The woman happened to come home, not notice the alarm go off. But the guy did realize the alarm went off. But if she was already... home. But if she was already in the house... Then maybe he's lying because she knows he knows she's up to something. That's what she thinks. Later on, when she's on the phone, she says... He said he came home because of the alarm. I think something's up. Like, she basically says, I think he's lying about the alarm. But he might not be. He's probably not because, yeah, like, you could be home and have the alarm on. That's possible. So maybe, yeah, maybe they tripped the alarm. I also think she escalates like Dennis does with her situation and her husband and her lover and her kid. Like, we got to go now. Yeah. Like, like what, yeah, what do you mean like, we got to leave now? Like, the... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then you hear the people, uh, uh, you hear the woman on her way back up, and they start scrambling to hide again, and they start running into the closet, and Frank says, yippee ki <laughs> <laughs> My friend. A thing that is not Indiana Jones. <laughs> like, it's just very funny to be yippee ki uh, yeah, and he goes into the closet with them. So then the homeowner returns to the bedroom, and Dennis D. and Frank hide in the closet. Frank somehow sees her put the vase inside the suitcase through these slats. Which is total nonsense, because <laughs> you really can't see anything, right? No, I think this is the first we find out it's a vase. Oh, no, he says it earlier when he slides out. Because at first it's an artifact, yeah. but now we know the artifact is a vase. Which, why would you put a vase in a suitcase? Yeah, the whole thing of where Frank thinks these vases are uh, is madness. Preposterous. Just, yeah. They get yeah, worse and like worse. The first I mean, of it. <laughs> yeah. D needs to pee. We're establishing here. D really needs to go. D, your, your, uh, your breath is dog shit. And she knows. She says, you know. Oh, I this... love how Frank has to get that line in. I actually, uh, I actually jumped the gun. This is where. She says, oh, home early, and because the, mm-hmm. this guy came home because of the alarm. Yeah, they kind of have a mundane conversation yeah. about the alarm going off and them stopping in early, and then she has to go to an appointment. But I like I like the couple has their own story happening within this story. Right, and they kind of have implication of, like, danger for the gang, kind of, because they use some vague language, like, we right. need to, like, take people out. Yeah, there's something, or, there's clearly, or something later. And it's clearly shady. Like it's clearly something shady. Well, yeah, something is a is a foot. <laughs> right. So, well, I think that, that at this point they're they're having a conversation about like grabbing a jacket and it's gonna be chilly outside and yeah, like that's why she, that's why she's saying she's home because she's not supposed to be yeah. home because when he comes in he's surprised that she's there and she says oh I'm just popping in for a jacket. But she's mm-hmm. nervous the way she like says it and stuff. It's good. It's like subtle acting a little bit just for these voiceovers. She's like kind of, oh, I just popped in here for a jacket, and he's like, oh, okay, yeah. And and D being nosy is like, oh, she is lying. <laughs> but even Dennis goes very <laughs> <Yeah>. strange. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say just let's do just the voice actors, then we'll do the actors later. I was gonna do it all when we see them, but yeah. 
Okay. Uh, let's get the um, woman's voice. Her name is Victoria Hoffman. She was in Shades of Aqua, Psychonauts, um, which is a video yep. game, yeah, right? I'm familiar with Psychonauts. Uh, uh-huh. Bosch, The Sidelines, Al- Abbott Elementary, American Horror Story, Will and Grace. Uh, the man voice is played by Morty Sterling. He was in a bunch of other video games. He was in like Star Wars video games, Batman video games, uh, Chronicles of Riddick. But he was also in Homeland and Outbreak, stuff like that. Nice. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, yeah, they do a pretty good job here of like filling us in on this the story between these people, these couples. Uh, we cut to uh, Mac and Charlie, and they're in the back of the van. And give me a chip. Let me get a chip. You don't get a chip. You don't get it. What's wrong with Mac here? Uh, he's being so stingy with these chips. Well, yeah. But he's holding on to like some sort of thought that, like, no, I asked you at the hamburger store if you wanted chips, but you said no. I like how he referred to a restaurant as a hamburger store. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> just For like, him, it's not an experience. Yeah. It's just a necessity. <laughs> it's like, uh, you guys have watched Metal Aqua? Yes. Oh, yes. They the ref- alcohol library? <laughs> and then they refer to the grocery store as the food library. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. They call the grocery store the food library, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. I, I used to say that to go to the alcohol store. <laughs> oh, you want something from the alcohol library? That's good, That's good too, yeah. And they, they want to get an update. What's going on? And Dee fills them in. Like, the thing she fills them in is strange. They're Southern is the first thing she says. <laughs> They're Southern. I was like, okay. Okay, I don't know what that has to do with anything. <laughs> very she's southern, and she, she lied to the man. Like she's like filling yeah. them in on like you know what I mean. And a very astute observation from the van team van is like, oh, southern people don't come up here that often. Like, what do you mean they don't come up here that often? <laughs> oh, those carpetbaggers. So after they think the homeowners are gone, Frank looks for the artifact. While Dennis panics, and Mac and Charlie listen in. So, like, they, Frank slides the door open, and this is where he runs out, and it's vase time, bitches. <laughs> this is where they start talking about people being dangerous and from the south, and Dennis is the one, Dennis is the one, this happens, Dennis does this again, where Dennis is the one who says all the southern stuff, yeah. right? He's the one that starts it here, and then later on. Yeah, they all kind of chime in. They do. In they the band, they say, uh, yeah. Charlie goes, what, what are the southerners doing up here? And Max says, Oh, they're up here to steal artifacts. <laughs> right, right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those, those carpetbaggers. Carpet I, I did look up the term carpetbagger, and it actually is a term used by Southerners yeah, to describe opportunist Northerners yeah, that used to, to come down after the yeah. American Civil War. Yeah. So it's interesting uh, Max using it in reverse in this situation. Yes. It yes. just shows he knows nothing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they, they're going on. But later on, Dennis will say... I thought the Southern bo- stuff was bullshit. It was just an escalation of some sort. Dennis is the one escalating, just like he did in the in the burger store, and now he's like going yeah, back on it, yeah. right? He's like, yeah, he really is yeah. the problem. He's <laughs> the problem. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He's the first one to talk about the Southern stuff. Yeah, they pray for home invasion every single day. They can't wait to get their hands on a home invaders so they can blast Mugay with their shotguns. God knows what they're gonna do with us. Yes. <laughs> That is what Dennis says about, yeah, they pray for home <laughs> He says, we'll be lucky if the only thing ha- that happens to us is we go to jail. Right, Dennis is the one freaking out the most about the Southern stuff. Uh, we also get a quick little more like, give me some chips. They start, they argue. Why chips and not french fries? <sighs> I don't know. 
I mean, chips is a term for French fries in other places. So, but he's crunching when he's eating. It seems like he's eating chips. He, so they, yeah. he's actually eating chips. I, I mean, think what so. Fast food chain. I don't know. Provides chips. I, I don't know any. I don't know any either. Subway. They all do fries. <laughs> yeah, so I, maybe. Yeah. Subway so eat chips. <laughs> <laughs> if I, all I know is if some hillbilly comes up to me, I'm gonna lash him in the face. It's <laughs> a great line. I like how Frank's <laughs> ready to rock with that thing. Oh, Frank is ready. <laughs> he can't, he's begging <laughs> for a reason to whip someone. And we see it Frank later is on. Frank's hyped too. up, like, yeah, yeah. Frank is the most, like, riled up and hyped up. Like, he's more than anyone else. Like, he's, he's like, truly out of control. He's living at a 10 <laughs> right now. He's just at a 10 at all times. He's oh, living it up. Uh, no, no, they are armed to the teeth. <laughs> no, you won't do that. Yeah, they'll hog tie us, <laughs> burn us on a cross, burn, <laughs> burn us on a cross, <laughs> which is a little extreme. That's but wild. <laughs> like from being hog tied, which is just like being tied up with your hands and legs behind your back, to being burned on the ground. Do Southerners particularly have like a reputation for this? The cross, uh, or no, just like any sort of torture. <laughs> Buffalo <laughs> Bill, like from from movies, I don't know. like I have no idea. Buffalo Bill was Buffalo Bill something? No, <laughs> not at all. It was like a Midwest <laughs> then what thing. You, then what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know, but it's like a movie around the same time as the. I don't know. They they love movie references, and that's true. Yeah, I don't know where the, I don't know where this 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 southern like. You could say like okay, they're armed to the teeth or something like that, but this is like torture. Sure, they this, love their guns. This torture thing. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like a step further. Yeah, because Charlie yeah. chimes in with, you know, they, they every time you hear about a torture basement, it's for someone from the south. Yeah, I don't know what that is referencing. Uh, maybe the, the, a lot of from, news stories from yeah. the '90s, like kidnappings maybe. and stuff. Could have been, but most of that, it, it's like in the middle of nowhere. I mean, it's the gang just being misinformed and dumb. And yeah. You know, the media, they tell them what to think. Uh, Mac suggests they go and actually look for the basement and see if there is a torture basement. <laughs> Which is funny to ask them to put themselves further into danger. <laughs> yeah, because they're just sitting in the back of a van doing nothing and, and eating chips. Eating One chips. of them's eating chips. Charlie says he wants another ship. This is what he kind of loses, loses his cool a little bit here, Mac. Yeah, please give me a chip. Should have gone a, a bag. You're not getting a chip, okay? Come on. Uh, Charlie's getting like like antsy. Like he can't like focus. Like he can only think about getting a chip. He must be that hungry. Did he not eat at the hamburger restaurant? I don't know. But this is where Dennis shuts off the walkie. He can't take that anymore. So after Dennis shuts off the walkie, D finds some tickets and comes up with a backstory for the lady. <laughs> Frank found something in the in the suitcase. Yep, Q-tips. Q-tip holder. Well, what is this lady's taking Q-tip holders? Like, what's going on here? She could be panic packing. Yeah, I mean, you're you're yeah, you're you're packing in a, to leave your husband, and you grab the Q-tips. Well, you want to be hearing clearly. <laughs> you know, you yeah. can't get those anywhere. <laughs> and Dennis's Dennis's reaction to that is, oh, problem solved. <laughs> Dennis goes, oh, problem solved. Uh, and then D, this is very strange. D finds a bunch of Jay Leno tickets, and that is what random as hell. Uh, she's banging Leno. 
Like, could you think of a more random thing <laughs> that to is find pretty random. in that bag <laughs> like, to add to tickets, the story? Tickets to Disneyland would make more sense. Yeah. Yeah, because that's where they're going. But right. why Jay Leno? How did he get into the mix? Who would want to see Jay Leno 15, 16 times? No one. No one wants to see him once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're taking shots at Leno here. and uh, At all, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, uh, D-Jensen. Yeah, nobody wants to see him at all. Yeah, nobody. Uh, Dennis is like, yeah, obviously <laughs> nobody wants to see him, not even once. Well, it's obvious <laughs> she's banging him. But, Right. Yeah, she's having an affair with Leno. That's uh, yeah. Frank's theory is banging Leno. That's what would they jump to? But why would she buy tickets if they're banging? I didn't know you had to buy the tickets. I thought they just gave them out for free. That's a good question. I don't know how that works. Free sounds yeah, right. I, th- I think they're free. Uh, I think you just gotta like get them like eight months in advance or something, yeah. something crazy like that. Well, Dee's got her own theory here, and she thinks that she's trying to kill Jay Leno. Because of what Leno did to Conan. And she was like, oh, she says, like, she like realizes it's the truth. Oh, she's going to kill she's Leno because of what he did to Conan. She's icing Leno. That's, yeah, Frank. He's, that's it. She's icing Leno. <laughs> <laughs> this backstory is crazy. And her move is to sneak away from her husband to go kill Jay Leno. <laughs> I guess when you, so. For, but because her husband can't when know. When you say about it out loud, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, when you say it out loud. <laughs> and also, but also, like, yeah, and because of the Conan late night thing, like that would be the re- like the D like says that's the reason. <laughs> wow, <laughs> it is very it's, it's incredibly random, but it is funny. I like how. Uh, Dennis tries to play the straight man here and says, we have to get out of here now. All of this is crazy. Yeah. These are the theories <laughs> <Yeah>. of lunatics. <laughs> but Frank, back off, bitch. And we see that Frank has now, this is where we establish Frank has a whip. <laughs> he said earlier he was going to whip someone in the face, but we didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he like kind of holds it up <laughs> like yeah, he the holds rest like, of the episode. He, he brandishes it, I would say. <laughs> Again, an Indiana Jones reference. <laughs> Yeah, so so it's split up between jacket, hat, and whip between the three of them. Mm-hmm. They're like forming one Indiana Jones. Frank starts leaving and starts whipping the whip <laughs> on his way out. And that makes noise, too. Oh, it's like a, an outrageous <laughs> amount of noise. Yeah, it does. It really does. And Dennis is just losing it, just going, so much noise. <laughs> Never should have given him that whip. And then. They do this strange, I don't think this has ever been done in Always Sunny, but they fade out on the house. Uh, yeah, this is like blatant commercial break and then fade right back in. Yeah, but a f- a f- have we seen, these are just cuts. It'll cut to commercial. This is a fade. I, I guess it's to imply the danger, like, <gasps> what's going to happen to our heroes? Yeah, I guess so. It's just interesting because you don't really see it. You know, you don't see that on the show. Mm-hmm. So as Dennis and Dee are sneaking out, they are forced to hide in the bathroom. So they're, 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 they're leaving here. D, you gangly, uncoordinated bitch. <laughs> I'm knocks. not getting hogtied over your lack of grace. <laughs> I hope they hogtie you. D gets real serious. I hope they hogtie you. Like, yeah. <laughs> D, come on. D, uh, for 10 years. <laughs> she says that. She is very vicious. Yeah, she knocks. Again, they're making a lot of noise. She knocks. That's a loud knock she does. 
yeah, they're walking downstairs, and then they knock into the wall there, and then the woman's coming right up the stairs now, so they're having to flood right back up. Which is crazy. It's not that far behind, either. She's, like, right on their tail. Right, like, she's so close that she would just hear them walking. She's, like, right next but she's coming up. Yeah. She's coming up, and she's on the phone. And she's talking to somebody, and she's worried that the guy that just came home was lying about the alarm. And now she's worried. Mm -hmm. That's sort of their story happening. So she wants to do it now. She wants to pull the trigger on this thing. (laughs) Uh, Pull the trigger? (laughs) What does that mean? (laughs) Who's she talking to? Uh, (laughs) Dennis is like... This is where he starts talking about the Southern violence talk. He thought it was bullshit, some sort of escalation, but he's starting to think it's it's true. But he's the one that was saying it. <laughs> so he willingly was talking out of out of yeah, it was bullshit. Out of class. Yeah, it was just bullshit. Yeah, and Dee's shaking here, and but what's the matter? She should be nosing her, her way in. Uh, I gotta pee, but the toilet's right there, and now that I see it, I gotta go. And Dennis stops her. No, no. Are you like? What are you crazy? And intentionally spray DNA. He's right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> He's gonna spray DNA all over the crime scene. <laughs> uh, but no, not a spray. That's not how women pee. It's not. Gonna, I'm not gonna spray it. But he explains it's not about that. It's about the. It's sitting in the thing because you can't flush. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna make even more noise if she flushes, <laughs> which is gonna get the ball caught. If she leaves. Piss in the toilet. <laughs> That's evidence. Uh, but she's going to lose. She's going to do it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's a question. Why didn't she go in the sink? Uh, she's a lady, well. Ross. <laughs> um, I, we've seen her go in worse places. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess she wasn't thinking. Uh, I don't know. That's not good either, really. It's better, yeah, I guess. Better than, yeah. Because the noise. But this is what Dennis is talking about. She's all liabilities. <laughs> you are all liabilities. Why do you nose your way into this? I hate you. He gets a, yeah, he gets a, I hate you in there. <laughs> and then he leaves. So Dennis returns to the bedroom closet and overhear a conversation between Mac and Charlie. Mac, Charlie, come in. Mac, Charlie. I'm telling you, Charlie, the situation is out of control. Let's just get out of here while we still can. Without the guys? Oh, they're as good as dead. There's no telling what those southern people are going to do to them. You're right, man. You know what? We should just get the hell out of here. And I mean out of Philadelphia. I mean, we should just drive and drive and drive and not look back. We should go to Arizona and open up that imported leather shop that we've always talked about. Oh, my God. The leathers. Yes, the tasseled leathers, the turquoise studs on the leathers, all the leather. Okay, do you have the keys on you? Let's get the keys. Let's get the keys. Let's get out of here. Hey, hey, hey. I heard all that. Were you holding down the button? It was an accident. I wasn't. It was just sort of a, yeah, a reflex. I was holding that thing down. And, well, uh, 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 sorry, extraction team. We were having a, uh, uh, a we leather were, conversation. Uh, Doesn't really. Hey, um, what's the status on the vase? Do not take off on us. I repeat, do not take off on us. Leather shop in Arizona? Are you serious? There are far too many leather shops in Arizona as it is. You would be out of business in a week's time. What did you expect us to do, okay? You got us all freaked out in here, sitting here waiting for the Southerners to tie us up to horses and then have them run in opposite directions, uh, ripping us apart. Yeah! How are we not supposed to fantasize about opening up imported leather shops in Arizona? Yeah, give me a chip! 
No, you're not getting the chips. The chips are off the table, okay? I want a chip. chip. Don't bring Give me a chip. He wants chips, and I asked him in the store, Dennis. You were there. I said, Charlie, do you want a bag of chips? He said, no, I don't want chips. You're not getting this. If you wanted a goddamn chip, you should have gotten a goddamn chip at the hamburger shop. Stop. Calm down. Calm down. Listen, we need the two of you to create a diversion so that we can sneak out of the house. He's flushed the toilet. Yeah, fine. It's just fine. I'm just hungry. We'll do a diversion. Oh, shit. I just thought of something. What? What if this face is cursed, okay? Maybe that's why things aren't going well, right? If this face has a curse on it, you do not want to touch it. I repeat, do not touch this face if you see it. Pick it up with, like, you know what? Get a bag of sand of some sort and, uh... Get D to touch it. Is D there? If you find D... Are you still talking about the vase? The vase is not cursed. It's from the 1800s. It was a time of science. <laughs> I love this scene. This is very funny. This is, like... This is reminds me so much of an improv scene. It's crazy. One, because it's bad. it would be bad improv. Because they're talking about <laughs> something instead of doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, they're talking about this 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 leather shop that they want to open up in Arizona. If you were an improv coach, you'd say, well, cut there. Let's see you in the leather shop. You know what I mean? That's like what, what would happen. But most of the time, right. bad improv, they never get there. They just keep talking about what they would be doing. Yeah. it's. It, I mean, but it's funny in the specifics well, it's that funny they're using. It's, and it's funny because it's written. You know what I mean? It's written this way. And it's yeah. sort of like it, you don't have they we obviously know they don't have the freedom to cut there. You know what I mean? So <laughs> yeah, they're just talking. Right. We about can't it. actually go there, so we're talking Yeah. Um but, but it just reminded me of it, yeah. But we get some great details. So one of them must have gone to Arizona and noticed the amount. It's such a specific <laughs> like detail, like leather Arizona shops with tassels and Turquoise studs on the leathers. <laughs> they definitely gave know, it some I mean, thought. Yeah, yeah. They, they say like we've always talked about. Let's go open up a leather shop like we've always talked about. Like it's like their, their boyhood <laughs> dream. Which which would hint to the fact that they've been to a leather shop before, which is why they know all right. these details. And that's probably where they got the hat, the jacket, and the whip. <laughs> yeah. Uh <laughs> This is in very always sunny fashion. The way they just will will like abandon each other in a split second. Max says to Charlie, "Let's get out of here. They're as good as dead. Let's yeah. just get out of here. Like, just- <laughs> yeah, let's get out of Philadelphia." <laughs> but uh, hey, I heard all that. <laughs> right, you heard that. And, and uh, 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 this is so brilliant for Dennis to like not be able to let it go. You know what I mean? Like he's yeah. like, you know, no, don't leave us. Don't leave us here. Then he has to go in on the leather shop. You know what I mean? He can't just let it pass. <laughs> a leather shop in Arizona? Are you serious? There are far many two leather leather shops in Arizona as it is. You'd be out of business in a week's time. In a week's time. <laughs> like this is a great Dennis phrase in a week's time. Yeah. I, I like how just before that, like Charlie tries to save face and say how's the face situation going (laughs) oh yeah we're just having a a leather conversation yeah (laughs) a leather conversation. what's the status on the base like oh we're still here guys (laughs) don't worry but we're gonna fucking leave (laughs) (laughs) but what did you expect them to do you know they're 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 up there scared they're gonna get tied up the horses and ripped apart (laughs) this is another escalation of the southerners (laughs) right they're gonna draw and quarter them and uh, yeah, and then uh, of course they're gonna be fantasizing about Arizona shops and Arizona leather shops. Yeah, give me a chip. 
Yeah, if you see the acting too, like Charlie <laughs> can't think. He's like fiending for it. He like can't think of anything else. He's like shake. He's like moving his hands around. Yeah, give me a chip. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he was he doesn't even acknowledge what Max just said. He's exactly. Like, yeah, give me a chip. <laughs> Ma- Don't Ma- bring up Max- the chips. Yeah, Max freaks out. No, and then complains <laughs> to Dennis. I-, I like how he brings. He had the the walkie like in between them. And then he just brings it straight to his mouth, and he's like, "Don't bring up the chips anymore." <laughs> uh, yeah, chips are off the table. The chips are no bring up the chips. They're off the table. He wants the chips, and I asked him in the store. You were there. <laughs> yeah, right, he's Can't make chips. To, yeah, like this is what Dennis needs to be dealing with. Yeah, <laughs> but Dennis has an idea. He's like, "Okay, I, what you guys need to do is create a diversion." And then we hear a toilet flush. She just flushed the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) I like how, like, he's so beside himself. Like, (laughs) Like, because he's not really saying that to them. He's just sort of saying that It's to himself. Yeah, it's just to the world. She just flushed the toilet. She just flushed the toilet. She just flushed the toilet. And he's just, oh, man, his head explodes. (laughs) (laughs) But Charlie thought of something. This just came to Charlie that maybe the the vase is cursed, and that's why this isn't falling apart. Yeah, if vase has a curse, you do not want to touch it. I repeat, do not touch this vase <laughs> if you see it. Get D he to says touch that it. In like a <laughs> yeah, get D to touch. It. He, he he says that in like a like a, a like some sort of like official capacity, or like he says that in like a, a way that's like Wait, do not. Touch this face like if you he, see it. Like he knows what he's talking about. You know what I mean? Pick it up with like you know, get a bag of sand of some sort. <laughs> Another Indiana. Now Jones you know what reference. that means, right? Yeah, Indiana Jones reference. Well, how that would like how what Indiana Jones does with the bag of sand would not relate to what Charlie is saying in any way whatsoever. Nope, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> a bag of sand uh, would not help. <laughs> but yeah, like you said, Anthony, get D to touch it. She's around. But that vase is from the from the 1800s. That was a time of science. De- uh, Dennis is so funny. I mean, is that how curses work? <laughs> like yeah. if it's <laughs> yeah, curses aren't around in the time of science. So then D, so then D returns to the bedroom closet and sets Mac and Charlie against each other. Why did you flush? That's his first question. <laughs> Well, she was freaked out about spraying DNA evidence, and what's going on with Mac and Charlie? <laughs> Changing the subject. I can't get them to stay focused. Yeah, they can't stay focused, which is true. They keep escalating the conversation. Right, into curses and leather shops in Arizona. A leather shop in Arizona? Yeah. They'd be out of business in a week's time. I love this. That's, That's what exactly what I said. Like his face is That like, is like an uh, improv move, right? That is 100% an improv move. A person out of earshot will have thing. the same thought. Validate yeah. the yeah. same thing, yeah. <laughs> this is one of my favorite scenes, the, this next mm-hmm. scene. <laughs> yeah, D's, well, Dee's like, yeah, let's split them up. And she's like, how do you do that? And she D does, D like has this like cocked and loaded. Yeah. <laughs> she's like ready to do this. Which is interesting because like Dennis did this like maybe a couple of episodes ago with um putting oh, the cross up in the bar. Reasons will prevail. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, yeah. tons of blood. D calls just them. throw a, a trivial subject <laughs> and Mac and Charlie will argue about it. Hey, hey, hey Charlie? classic formula. Hey Charlie, 
Hey, it's D. Um, why does Mac get to hold the button down? <laughs> and just like a doom, like, and then and Mac knows. You see, like Mac's face, like, like, like Mac knows. Let me get back to you on that. <laughs> <laughs> Their facial reactions and the just dead silence cracked me up Mac every refusing time. Refusing to look over. Yeah, because he knows it's like just continually eating his chips, <laughs> and he's got like that side eye going. Yeah. <laughs> So then in a child's bedroom, <laughs> Frank searches for the artifact while talking to Dennis and Dee. Dennis wants Frank to come back because Charlie and, and Mac are going to create a diversion. Uh, he goes, and Frank here goes hard. No way. Little bitch got a suitcase. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Little bitch has got a suitcase. I'll put the vases in it. Little bitch. Got a, why is he saying? What is his problem? 10, dude. <laughs> he is he is at a 10. That's his problem. Yeah. Like, wow. Like, can't, like take, pull it back. And uh, why, now he just thinks the, he thinks the vase is just anywhere. Just absolutely yeah. anywhere. He's vase crazy. Well, he's vase I mean, crazy. Dennis says, like, I doubt this family is even mentioned in the article. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, probably in the point? wrong house. <laughs> Which is the one piece of the puzzle we haven't figured out yet. <laughs> right. Like, if we're... To go back to the hamburger store, we never and do. the speech, and but like we never find out why they land at this address, right? Like, why did that. they break into this specific address? <laughs> we don't. We never get that. We like, don't know. We don't want, what, Maybe they were raising the um the money, doing the fundraiser or something. Well, this is you know this is the ending of the episode, but is is that the vase that Frank sees and whips? Is it the vase? Could be. Which is a vase. I think it, it's, I I wrote in my notes a vase because <laughs> it could be anything. Like if you had a yeah. valuable vase that's going to auction, you wouldn't just have it on a table that could just easily tap over. Or would you? Yeah. I don't know. I don't or, own expensive I don't know. vases. I don't. Yeah, it's outside of my line of understanding. Frank says vase. I, do you know uh, anyone that owns a vase that they just display with nothing in it? With nothing? No. In it? Just no. like how they had it set up in the house. No, I think that's like a thing that's only no. like in movies. That's and like, like Batman villains. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, like the penguin. <laughs> <laughs> if you're well, listening, we're gonna and ta- you have a vase on display <laughs> like this in your house. We're gonna talk <laughs> about we're gonna talk about trivia later. The, the speaking of the penguin. And the trivia is so oh, no. bad on this episode, I almost think Anthony, there are a bunch of Anthony jokes. I'm like, <laughs> the, the trivia is so bad. I'm like, did Anthony write this trivia? Dude, I write trivia every week, and I constantly <laughs> see them get deleted. <laughs> <laughs> so I like, I write them so much and so often, I hope you see it. <laughs> and I'm surprised I'm not banned. You're gonna do, you're gonna do it like You're going to do it like three days before the episode's supposed to be out. Now I know the formula. It's, it will be so. <laughs> uh, Frank. So Frank goes over the suitcase, opens it up, and he's calling off the things that's inside it. Frilly little dress. Then he calls whatever this next thing is a pink nighty. Yeah, like I, a I, nightgown. A, a nightgown, but I don't know if I would call it a, something like that a nighty. Isn't that lingerie a nighty? A nighty? What is a nighty? I, I don't know. I just thought it was like, like a, <laughs> we're outside of our like jurisdiction of clothing. Right? I don't know. A nighty could be anything. It's something you wear at night. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I would assume. <laughs> I assume pajamas. You like, just should have said pajamas. Like I really got to the bottom of you that. You know how like in those like uh, in Peter Pan, what the little girls wear? It's like a like just a long T-shirt and it's like a nightgown. Yeah, is that a night? Okay. Dude, we're the three wrong people to be asking this. I don't know. I don't know what a nighty is. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't. I could just Google don't. it. I could Google it. <laughs> and I do I do like the fact that you see the teddy bear the whole time. And when he pulls the pink nighty off, he's like, <gasps> like he discovered something. Yeah, like, well, it's got something hard in it. So yeah, well, he bet the wife put the vase inside the teddy bear. To steal from the husband. So check this. I I t- I typed in what's a nighty, and it just came up with it's just like it's just another term for nightgown, a a light loose garment worn by a woman or child in bed, a dressing gown. So yeah, there it is. I mean, problem solved. It's vague. <laughs> it's some sort of pajama. Just like Dennis. Oh, problem solved. <laughs> uh, problem solved. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so. Uh, the, he sees the teddy bear, and I, now he's got this. What kind of vase fits inside this teddy bear? It's tiny, right? It is a tiny, a tiny bear. vase. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, it would be the, it would be like a cup. That's a cup at that point. Well, well, this is like an escalation of like Frank's game of like where the vase could be. Right. Yes, a suitcase maybe, but it now it's in a teddy bear. Come on, Frank. Yeah. Like, you just. Causing you just stirring shit well, up. Well, in Frank's defense, but he tears this thing open like Hulk Hogan. In Frank's <laughs> like, defense, that teddy bear was in a suitcase. <laughs> it's true. Uh, if I was, if this, if I was, if this was my game, and if this was my game in an improv scene, looking for something like this, I would keep looking in smaller and smaller things, like things that would just <laughs> right. <laughs> no it, chance. It, it should get crazier. <laughs> yeah, smaller and smaller things. Uh, yeah, he's, he, so he, he sees the teddy bear. He's gonna, he's gonna rip it open. And I love Dennis. No, this is absolute insanity. <laughs> he's not even there. He can't even see it, but he knows it's stupid. He's gonna gut this thing. Uh, he says, "Ripping it apart." And the, and the, and the, Hi, I'm Albert. I love you, Albert. <laughs> he rips it open. Uh, and Dennis, this is so, this made me laugh every single time. <laughs> it's that, making me is, laugh. That is now. outrageous. <laughs> that is an outrageous amount of noise. So noise. <laughs> that is an ora- outrageous amount of noise. <laughs> <laughs> like, how have they not been caught at this point? Like, <laughs> yeah, Frank starts smothering the thing because the, the thing's going. I love you. I love you. So that's making noise. But then he's also like slamming it and doing. Yeah, shit. he's like swinging it around. Grunting. He's like trying to break it. <laughs> Just, argh, argh. How have we not <laughs> been caught yet? <laughs> <laughs> it's preposterous, right? So then we see Charlie join Dennis and D in the bedroom closet, and we find out Mac is at the burger store. <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> Charlie says, "Hey, what's up, guys?" Oh yes, when he runs into the closet, <laughs> and they think like they don't know, they don't, they're not expecting Charlie. No, they jump. So like, <laughs> he snuck. He, he snuck in because Mac was being a dick about the button thing. So you can sneak in, but we just can't seem to sneak out. Well, and then I love this. It wasn't easy. So he looked in a bunch of closets before they, he got there. 
He's like, I know. It was a bunch of closets. I, I didn't know where you were. So he's like been all over this house. <laughs> right. So <laughs> we, in a few lines later, we find out that like he walked right through the front door. <laughs> right. right? Yeah. And just immediately started walking to every closet in the house, yeah. room by room. <laughs> and did not get seen. Well, now that this, <laughs> now that this split up, maybe Mac can cause a, a diversion. Yeah, and then and then uh, all of a sudden a kid comes home. So now we're escalating. A little child, they they hearing like a little kid. Mom, mm-hmm. I'm home. This is a desperate. Okay, call Mac. They want to get out of the house now. So yeah. now we're this is like oh shit, this child is involved. Call Mac, and Mac says, uh, uh, "What's going on? Why didn't you warn us that a kid was walking into the house? Like, well, that's what your <laughs> job." Yeah. Hello. Yeah. This is like your one job. Yeah, and we hear a double-double cheeseburger meal being ordered with a large chocolate shake. Ooh, <laughs> a large double-double. Yeah, a double-double. What's a double-double? I don't know. It's let's, probably let's Google this real quick. We might be able to figure out which hamburger store they're talking about. I think it's Sounds hilarious. Like it's hilarious that the first opportunity Mac gets to yep. get burgers. Yeah, he takes he it. He takes it. Yeah. <laughs> He abandons them. What is the double double from In and Out? Yep, that's uh, In and Out. So he abandoned the group for some hamburgers. Uh, he he's also gonna add an extra double cheeseburger because he is hungry. Uh, but they like, they like, you know, Dennis is like, "What are you doing? You ran off. Now's not the time to run off." <laughs> yeah, we need your help. I hate Max's response. His attitude. Pff, I I didn't run off. I'm gonna be right back. Like, I hate, <laughs> like to I him, this that. is no big deal because he hasn't, I guess, in his mind, c- committed a crime yet. Yeah. yeah, he hasn't directly faced an obstacle. <laughs> he he thinks he's Indiana Jones and can just Indiana Jones out of anything. Yeah, and this <laughs> this way was well, what happened to Charlie's diversion. Charlie doesn't know what a diversion <laughs> is. Apparently, he just ran directly into the house. <laughs> and Charlie asked for some chips. I'm not getting chips. <laughs> no, why won't he get them here? I mean. I know. This is like now he's just being a dick. Yeah. But Max like, all right, fine. Yeah, I'll do a distraction. He'll he'll be a plumber who's saying that there's de- a deal on pl- on pipes, and they'll sneak out the back. It's a little elaborate, but okay. And it, it is a little elaborate. I mean, I'm a deal on. I'm a plumber who does a deal on. Pi- plumbers Wait, sell p- do plumbers pipes unless you need them. Yeah. Do plumbers sell pipes? No. no. <laughs> 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 They'll sell like appliances, but not like the 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 pipes that connect them. <laughs> and you know what? He'll be a, he'll do a Swedish accent too. On top of that, do not do a Swedish <laughs> accent. I'm a Swedish plumber. <laughs> uh, what is going on with Mac right now? He's going kind of off the rails a little bit, right? He's being like Charlie Wildcard. Yeah, this is like weird. This is like outside of Mac nature, I think. I, well, I don't I, know. Yeah, he's kind he, of odd. He's just being like a brat. I think he wants to like perform because he loves performing or or like being the center of attention. Yeah. So the Swedish accent thing is kind of like his opportunity to do something different because that's what Indy would do. Right. That's what Indy no, would do. I, I don't know if that's I, true. <laughs> I have a question. Yeah, <laughs> is yeah, that yeah. something Indiana Jones would do? I'm not like no. an Indiana Jones head. No, I don't so. think so. He, he he will like pretend to be like 
an enemy soldier people. or something. Okay. But he wouldn't have an accent. <laughs> he does do a Scot. You know, he does do a Scottish accent in. Uh, is it Raiders? I believe it's Raiders. He does like a fake Scottish accent. He pretends to be like a professor, and he does a fake Scottish accent. He well, does he do is a professor. <laughs> well, oh, not a professor. He, I forget. Uh, I forget what he pretends to be. He's like a. Oh, what is it? And then it doesn't a work. It ends up not working, and the guy he just punches the guy <laughs> out. Like the guy like doesn't buy it. You know what I mean? And right. Eventually, <laughs> comes out and he just knocks him out. We're yeah. all fine here. Yeah. How are you? Like kind of <laughs> yeah. like that deal. Kind of like that, yeah. Yeah. This is so funny, too, where Dennis is like, if you're going to do a Swedish accent, if you're going to do an accent, do a Philadelphia accent. Like, what is that? Some meta jokes? A meta joke on that none of them sound like they're from Philadelphia? Well, it, I think mm, it... A little bit, yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, Rob is. Right, but does he sound... But he, he doesn't talk like he is. You know what I mean? They don't like do the... the is it like the water? Yeah, I guess you're right. Uh, so I think it's, a, it's just like a, I think it's just like a little fun meta joke that like to a Philadelphia accent. It's like, wouldn't you just have Philadelphia accents? Are you still there, Eric? Are you still there? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry about anything. <laughs> the second time, this when he says I'm a Swedish plumber, it's like okay. But then that second one is really bad. Like the, the I mean, it's so it's bad. Really I I almost bad. didn't know what he was saying. Don't worry about there anything. Luckily, I was reading the subtitles. I was like, oh, okay, that's what he's saying. I think he was trying to imitate the Swedish chef a little bit, just like dirty birdie 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 bird. Who's that? The Swedish chef from Muppets. From the Muppets. Oh, okay. Uh, no, I don't. Bork, he's bork, not familiar. Bork. I'm only familiar because Katie's been watching them. She's on a Muppets kick. That's the only reason I'm familiar with it. Ross and I famously have not seen or watched anything. Anything. <laughs> I can tell. I can tell. More so me than Eric. At least Eric has like Indiana Jones lore knowledge and stuff. I, I don't have any of when that. When we used to do scenes and I would reference something like that, the, the look of confusion on your guys' faces always cracks <laughs> oh, me up. Dude. <laughs> One time I was. I would uh, never know. One time I remember this. I was in, in, in I was in a, in a scene. I think with you guys, and it just whatever happened, it turned into like I turned into like the basically ending of the Last Crusade. Where you, uh, when he's like, you, there's all these cups, and you have to choose wisely and pick the right one. And everyone was looking at me like I had like two hundred. No one, like literally not a <laughs> single person. <laughs> I, right. At the end of the, when it was over, was kind of had to say I was doing Indiana Jones. <laughs> well, over I had. My favorite uh, show that we did is the one where Neil deGrasse Tyson. Somebody mentioned Neil deGrasse Tyson, and then he was just oh yes. everything. <laughs> I wish we recorded that set because that was amazing. That was an awesome set. Yeah. Don't worry though. He's saying this will work. This will work. And Dennis is like, "I'll kill you. I'll kill you." Yeah, time I'll to kill lose you. his mind. <laughs> well, they're on their own. Uh, Charlie, how'd you get in here? Uh, front door. <laughs> Dennis like starts to talk and then stops. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He just says, "Let's just front door." <laughs> <laughs> like what the hell? <laughs> uh, these, I think these people have zero awareness of their surroundings. Well, I, li- I like how Charlie like kind of defends his <laughs> effort. He's like, "Well, I had a little hustle, yeah. yeah, but yeah, front door, and then like I had to like figure it out. I had to go to room room." 
<laughs> so after Charlie, Dennis, and Dee decide to walk out the front door, they hear the kid is coming to her bedroom, and they warn Frank. <laughs> so we Frank's overhear the lady here. Great. <laughs> what was that? Too clunky of a sentence. No, I just love Frank. I'm gonna whip this bitch in the face. <laughs> <laughs> she makes a beef. I can't, I can't wait to get there. Let's go. So they overhear the lady talking to her her daughter Madison. <laughs> And you like Disneyland? Yeah, we're going right now. Pretty crazy. Already <laughs> packed. But Surprise, already packed. She's looking for Binky, her doll her doll Binky. But no, she packed the wrong doll, so go get Binky. And we see this like horror movie shot. Or is this the shot like you know horror I horror movie. Well, you know like like the way they follow the girl in, like the little girl, like the camera's like behind her back. Oh, the shaky walking yeah, like behind. It, is that um now I, I, like I said I haven't seen anything I have not seen E T so I, mean, I, I haven't seen E T since I was a kid yeah. but yeah this is basically what the kid does so like goes into the room looks into the closet she looks for her doll and then takes it and leaves um oh but yeah but uh uh but before they get there a little girl a little girl's coming your way I'm gonna whip I'm gonna whip this bitch in the face if she makes a peep. <laughs> Which is fantastic. Yeah. And, he, and he does some whip peep. noise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is Great his problem? Team playing by Dennis. Oh, yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah. Dennis is the only one, like, trying to, like. Like, awareness of, like, hey, you got to do this. Like, hey, yeah. like, yeah, managing the team, basically. But what? And what is Frank's problem? Like, he knows this is a little girl, right? Yeah. <laughs> He could just go under her bed like he did before in the other room. Like I, I think he's he's not living in reality right now. He's just amped <laughs> oh, yeah. up and he wants to he thinks these people are villains. <laughs> they stole we, a vase and he has to get that vase back. So he'll he'll do what it takes. <laughs> I love that we get a quick cut back to Dennis reacting to that. And he's he gives like a look like, to the what? game like what the <laughs> are, are you kidding me? <laughs> Did we all just hear this? <laughs> I'm gonna whip the pitch to the face if she makes a peep. He's like, ah. He has this, like, ah, I'm effortless. <laughs> like, I, I, there's nothing I can do right now, but, like, something needs to be done. <laughs> like, like, you heard that. That's not my fault. <laughs> He's like, I didn't no, escalate that yeah, one. That was yeah, him. I, I jumped ahead, but yeah, this is the walking behind. You see the camera behind the, the, the girl walking in here. And all her stuffed animals are here. And we pan through, and Frank is in the stuffed animals, holding the whip. And what happens here? Yes. She doesn't see him? Like, what happens here? That would drive me insane if if I ever have a kid and they just threw their stuffed animals in the closet like that. That would drive me insane. <laughs> what? <laughs> you mean stuffed animal management? <laughs> because there's uh, it's covering other stuff. It's like th there's like <laughs> clothes behind there. There's a shelf. I clearly see a shelf back there. It would drive me insane. I guess. It, what, what's funny to me about this scene is like his face is popped out, but he also has the whip yeah. like in his hand, and that's prominent <laughs> on this flight. I think like, that's because like, he's going to whip he her. He cannot wait till <laughs> she says something. Like It's almost like a threat. You know? It's like she, he's trying to get her to make a peep. Yeah, yeah, say something. <laughs> but like this whole family just completely oblivious to a fucking yeah. man in the in the room. Yeah. Like this ripped up teddy bear all over the room. 
Oh, Frank made such a mess <laughs> and so much noise. An outrageous like the amount Q-tips, of noise. like him not putting back stuff into the suitcase the right way, right. gave me such like anxiety, <laughs> like secondhand anxiety. I'm like, no, you gotta put it back the way they're gonna know. So then Dennis, D, and Charlie make it downstairs, and they overhear the homeowner get caught having an affair. D makes a good point here. We are assholes. No one. Yeah, no one's planning to murder Jay Leno <laughs> or anyone else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that's safe <laughs> to say. And uh, oh, th- that's it. She's going to ice Leno. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so then the doorbell goes off, and Barry shows up, and uh, this is... um. This is a the who this is her her lover the the woman's lover here Barry, yeah her secret lover secret lover they're gonna go off to California without Daddy, <laughs> without Daddy Daddy's not say. coming. Well, well I could be your new Daddy. Uh, yeah, this guy's got some like real like yeah, I'm um, your new dad. They're energy. all southern. Yeah, they're all southern. Uh, D is this D being nosy? Her like sticking her head out here and like listening to the rest of this. Is it supposed to be D being nosy? Yeah, but I mean, I'm on her side. I'd be doing the same thing. I'd be like, yeah. what's what's happening here? <laughs> like, yeah. I need to know. Uh, and then this is uh, D figures it out. She kind of like uh, uh, gets what's going on. She says, "Oh, this guy. She's leaving the California with this guy." And then you hear tires screeching. And, the and husband's a car home. crash. It sounded like too. So is this is like a, like someone like slammed on the brakes like in a hurry. Yeah. Yeah. I guess the husband's coming home so fast he he screeches on the brakes and comes running in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we find out that he's been following this guy Barry. Yeah, he followed this guy's Barry. This guy Barry, and and he he also thinks he's a son of a bitch. Right. They start getting into an argument, <laughs> and the gang is kind of like talking a little bit to each other here, like while the argument's happening. And a couple of things I caught was, uh, Charlie, it's not good when kids get involved. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wrote that down. Too. And yeah. Dennis, very, very sad, sad. Very sad. Very sad. <laughs> well, and Charlie's like, well, let's just make a break for it. I mean, it's not a bad plan, and they all kind of jump on board. Yeah, because they're distracted. They, they they've got their own thing going on. <laughs> well, before that, like he says, let's break for it, and then Dennis says, "What? Well, it's gonna be a massacre out there." Uh, <laughs> that's true. <I> mean, <laughs> he does say it's that. gonna be a massacre. That's, that's out right, because things are at level and, and ten Dennis, on the inside. Yeah, and Dennis is under the impression they're armed to the teeth. Right, and they have a torture basement. And we hear everybody shut up. Everyone, even the gang, shuts up. <laughs> and calm down. They're gonna talk through this with our family, even if it takes all night. Oh, don't you love this? God, like, don't no. you love this deflating? Yeah, I can't do that, guys. <laughs> they lose all I don't tension. Have it in me. Immediate turnaround. <laughs> oh yeah, they're like we can't. Uh, like they're like you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather it. get just shot in the right face. Out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's just walk out. Yeah, they're not gonna notice. Their family's falling apart. They get a lot on there. The mal- their marriage is falling apart. <laughs> so as Dennis and Dee and Charlie are walking out, Mac comes in and Frank finds the artifact. I love the framing. Don't you love the framing of this? How there's like a doorway and they all mm. kind of walk into the door, the frame of the doorway yeah, and the all lined door, up. Yeah. yeah, it's just like cool cinematography. They, they, they are in a single file line yes. <laughs> like right behind each other. And they... They stop and look left. Yeah. <laughs> I 
I thought it was funny that they stop. Like instead of just keep going and look right. straight, they stop. Well, I think and it's look. because we find out it's an Asian family. I think that is what stops them. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they're curious at this point. They're like, we before we leave, we have to see their faces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they think that like like so yeah, they're Asian people with Southern accents. And what mm-hmm. you get anything on this? Uh, the actors here? Yes, I do. Yes, the woman is played by Susan Park. She was in Snowpiercer, Always Be My Maybe, The Mick, Fargo, Fresh Out the Boat, Vice Principals, Ghostbusters. Uh, the man is played by Robert Wu. He was in Family Guy, Survivors of Remorse, Logan, Bones, Criminal Minds, and Ted. Our friend Barry over here is played by Arnold Chun, and he's from Boston. He was in The Man in the High Castle, Kidding, Rampage, Kingdom, How I Met Your Mother, and Bullet Train. And the child is played by Kylie Kim. Uh, She was in Raising Hope, It's Always Sunny, and Undercut. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah, local boy makes good. Yeah, we get Barry. Yeah. Yeah. Great acting. Uh, He was the best in the whole episode, I think. Definitely, because he was from Boston. Because he's from Boston. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Matt comes in, just walks in the front door. I'm a Swedish plumber. (laughs) And Dennis stops him, Dennis puts up his hand. Ah, uh, right? Mac. <laughs> Frank, come on, we're out of here. <laughs> Frank runs in the frame. Again, they're like they they're in single file in the frame. Frank comes running mm. into it, takes his place at the end. There it is. There's the vase. And he thinks he's gonna whip this whip around the vase and pull it towards him. Like capture it. Like Indiana Jones. Yeah, like Indiana Jones. Does Indiana Jones pick up stuff with his oh, yeah. whip? Well, sure. he swings oh, he from, with it. He swings from it. He'll like whip things out of people's hands. Well, that I believe. Yeah, I think he's grabbed onto some stuff. Backs the cars or whatever. Cool. Yeah. Uh, the, oh, the, Mac also has a plunger. <laughs> well, he's got to so, sell it. Yeah, did he stop for a plunger? Well, wasn't he selling pipes? I think he just wanted to sell that he was a plumber. <laughs> a plunger would... I guess is a prop, but where did he get it? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was in that weird van. Yeah, they, he whips the vase, he breaks it. Well, we're just gonna head out. <laughs> yeah, and D does. D says thank you and bows <laughs> and leaves. They walk out and uh, they're confused that they were southern people. They were Asian southern people. Well, D says something that's kind of racist. It's like, is it weird that they were Asian? <laughs> Uh, the fact that they all agree is racist. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, I wasn't expecting that. It's a weird joke to have at the end of this. Yeah, it is a weird sour joke. Yeah, it's not necessary. It's not really necessary, but it is just a no. more just kind of weird surrealness of the episode. I don't know. Yeah, it's just like an element of a surprise, I guess. Yeah, something to just end the episode with. Yeah. So uh, what is your favorite character, Anthony? Uh, Boston boy by far, uh, Barry, <laughs> nice. my boy Barry. <laughs> nice, Barry. No, um, I would have to say it's either Frank <laughs> or Mac. But if I had to choose, and you do have to choose, I, I, you could put down the gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I would have to say, uh, Frank, uh, Frank. by far, because uh, okay. he's 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 at a ten the whole episode and he doesn't come down, even at the end when yeah. he cracks yeah. the whip. Yeah. He he's he, he could be cracking eleven, I think, yeah. towards the end of that. He's cracking eleven. What about you, Ross? Favorite character? Going with Dennis. I'm also going with Dennis. 
It's a great day. It's a great his choice. franticness. Yeah. I mean, he's part of the problem, yeah. but he's also like the voice of reason. Just, he's also yeah. he, the voice of reason basically the whole time. Yeah, he's the straight man of the episode because he's the only one that's just like this is outrageous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is your favorite scene, Ross? Let's go oh. with Ross this time. Okay. I denied you. Oh, um, my favorite scene is going to be, it's probably going to be the clip. Yeah, the, the talking about Arizona. Yes. Yeah. Like that in, like that's, the before that in after, yeah. I, I feel like that transition is so much fun. That's also my favorite scene, the Arizona, because it reminds me of an improv, two people sitting there. Anthony? Yeah. Um, mine, I'll say it, uh, is the, when they're in the van, and it's like, uh, how come? How come Mac is the only one that gets to hold the button on the walkie? <laughs> and the silence. <laughs> them up. It's just. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so yeah. good. It made me laugh every Such single time. Such a great time. moment. And, Anthony, what is your favorite line of dialogue? Uh, I'm g- <laughs> It's pretty bad. <laughs> I'm going to whip this bitch in the face <laughs> if she makes a beat. <laughs> <laughs> Ross, is that yours, too? I want it to be now. <laughs> it's so bad, but it. Because why would you say that? It's a little girl. <laughs> He's a nut. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Dennis saying, "Loud voice, breath reeks, nosy." <laughs> the way he says the nosy. The way he says yeah. nosy. Nosy. I- I'm gonna go with uh, that is outrageous. That is an outrageous amount of noise. <laughs> <laughs> they make me every single time. Attention. Yeah. Just the way he's like, he's like, like he's like looking around. It's an outrageous amount of noise. <laughs> uh, that this brings us to the always sunny wiki trivia challenge. These are three trivia facts. Two of them are made up by me. One of them is from the always sunny wiki that is dedicated to this episode. Please, fellas, guess which one is the actual trivia on the website. Number one, this episode was inspired by a real event in Caitlin Olson's life. Number two, <laughs> Frank is quick to violence in the same way the Penguin is in Batman Returns. <laughs> Number three, in season four, episode two, the gang was also having a van, but black one instead of white one here. Um, I'm going to go with A. Okay, I, it was it was one, two, three. You did this last time. Oh, sorry. You did this last time. It's one, two, or three. Not a, no a. I, <laughs> I I will say that, that happened. Every, the last episode Anthony was on, he did the same thing. I do it every episode thing. that I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you going with a and Ross? What are you going with? Uh, C. It is C in season four episode. <laughs> this is how it was written. This is how. <laughs> This is how it was written. In, you just went with it. In season four, episode two, the gang was also using a van, but black one instead of white one here. Why is it worded like that? Who wrote that, Charlie? <laughs> Why is now, it worded like that? Now, that brings me to some of this trivia. Now, this is some of the worst trivia I think I've, I've read in a while. This to me is nuts. So here's a here's some of them. Okay. Um, Charlie and Mac discussed Southerners having quote torture basements and quote crazy type dungeons similar to the one in Pulp Fiction. Later, when the doorbell rings, it is the same doorbell as the one in Mayard's shop. Do you think that's true? Th- so they let that one through, but not <laughs> mine. 
like it's just a sounds like a stock like doorbell ring. Yeah. yeah. And Ross, have you seen Pulp Fiction? Yeah, it's a great movie. Uh, this doesn't seem like no, not a direct pull whatsoever. Yeah, do you, no. Do you want to know what I wrote that got deleted? Yes, please. yeah, late on us. Um, I said, uh, Oswald Cumberbatch hides in the because I don't call Frank Frank. I call him Oswald Cumberbatch. <laughs> Copperbot. Yeah, Copperbot or whatever. That. Yeah, and. They said, Oswald hides in the stuffed animals, much like Frank Reynolds does in the movie <laughs> Batman <laughs> Returns as the Penguin. Uh, that would have been great. Uh, but unfortunately, no. Uh, th- this is this is maybe... Uh, this is... Th- I don't think of really a connection. Dee's bladder is also a source of argument in the season five episode, The Gang Hits the Road. Eh, it's like a connection, kind of. Okay, so I did watch the commentary for this episode. There wasn't too much, but that was one thing that they said that they pulled from oh. The Gang Hits the Road. Okay, then. There you go. Which is weird, because it's such a small detail. Like, literally anybody could go need to go to oh, the bathroom. Oh, I have to go you to the bathroom I mean? like that. <laughs> like I don't go to the bathroom. <laughs> now, this is truly <laughs> the worst trivia I have ever seen on any of these. This one right here. This is madness to me. <laughs> the mother of the family has a t-shirt covered in, quote, hidden Mickeys. The three-circle shape of Mickey Mouse found hidden all over their holiday location of Disneyland. Uh, what do you think of that? <laughs> wait, did you see her shirt to verify I did. I, I purposely checked out her shirt, and it's just like this like sort of floral pattern with these round circles. And yes, yeah, some of them kind of look like they would be like a Mickey Mouse head. But it's not a Mickey Mouse shirt. Yeah. We're watching it here now. Yeah. Mickey's showing this. Wow. And like, no, it's not even like a good color pattern to like then, map onto a Mickey Mouse thing. Like, <laughs> they're I, not hidden Mickeys. I mean, do you know what hidden Mickeys are, Ross? Mickey Mouses that are hidden? Yeah, around Disney World. There's like these three circles that are like look like Mickey Mouse's head and they're like hidden all around. You're supposed to find them and some of them are like really well hidden. Some some you can only see at certain times of day and stuff like that. Um do you, do you unlock an achievement if you do it? Mm-hmm. I don't know what you do. Quite honestly with it. <laughs> I don't know what you do with it. Uh but this shirt is definitely not a hidden Mickey shirt. That's <laughs> madness. No, that's stupid as hell. All right, let's get our final thoughts on this episode. You know, the, uh, some of the trivia that I did like, though, was uh, that this was one of the shortest episodes. I don't know if you felt that. This was a pretty pretty short episode. I thought it was fast, I, but it, it was good. Yeah. It was good. Yeah, well, yeah, it moved along. It's it, a solid episode. I love this It's episode. one of my totally. favorite. But it is one of the shortest, and it's one of the ones where they never, ever go to the bar. Yeah, that's true. totally. I mean... The whole time there, most of the time, most of the episode is takes place in a closet. <laughs> yeah, in a van in the closet. Which Glenn said from like being in the closet that much, yeah. like he eventually just got angry. Just like at the end of the day of filming, he'd always be in a bad mood. <laughs> it's because he's yelling all the time yeah. in the whisper, which he said like that actually like strains your voice so much from having to yell whisper like yeah. that. That was actually one of the so. that was actually one of the trivia things. What? Well, you just said that he was he was frustrated working inside the closet. Oh yeah, I mean anybody would. 
right? Well, yeah, but I'm just saying that was <laughs> that was on the trivia. That was one of the facts. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's get our final thoughts of this episode. Is this episode as inspiring as one of Dennis's speeches, or is this episode a gangly, uncoordinated bitch? <laughs> it was inspiring as hell, dude. It's inspiring as hell. Yeah, yeah definitely for yeah. sure. It's a very this persuasive. Fun. It, it, it just it moves along. It's silly. Oh uh, yeah, I think we uh, all enjoyed that one. Uh, and Anthony, thank you so much for joining us and helping us break it down. Uh, that was fun. Yeah, thank you for having me. Great to have you back. Thanks for us. Thank you guys. Yeah, you yeah. you lift you lift the burden a little bit because you can also help remember what happened. Because sometimes it's like, <laughs> wait, what's going on? Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah. Whenever <laughs> you guys need me, just uh, you know. St- Shoot the beacon in the air. I'll come out. Yeah, the bat signal. The penguin signal. The penguin signal. I'll come waddling uh, along. I'll help you out. And uh, Ross, uh, what we got going on next time we record? Next time we record, we are covering how Matt got fat. Uh, what do we recall from this episode? So this is not an episode that I know very well. I have to say, like this, uh, out of all the episodes in this season, I probably know this one the least. I would one hundred percent agree. Well, I know it starts in an, uh, a priest confession booth. Yes, and from there, who knows? I uh, well, uh, I do. Did you just watch it? Did you just watch it, Anthony? <laughs> I watched it every time I watched this episode. It's a great episode. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I, I'm looking forward to it now. What do we got? What? It it goes over why Mac is getting fat. Right. I, re- so, I remember that. I remember Rex is in this, right? Rex. He yep. makes their appearance. And they, they're successful. The bar is having success. So everyone becomes obsessed with success. And right. D goes hard in the paint with jokes. Dennis <laughs> mutilates himself. <laughs> hard right. In the paint. Yeah. Right. To look good. Yeah. And the. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The, like Frank is doing his own thing, which is insane. And. <laughs> Uh, the only person tending bar is it's Char- Charlie. It's Charlie, right? Yeah, he's all stressed out. He's in the weeds. And he's cleaning glasses with bleach <laughs> instead of water. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I look forward to revisiting this one. This is one I don't touch on all that often. It's a good one. Well, Superman, he was the original, right? Superman, he was the original? What does that mean? <laughs> Oh, uh, wait till you wait. Wait till you, yeah. Wait till you watch next this next episode. You'll love that line. You'll love that line. It'll okay. be great. All right. All right. Well, thank you. Well, until uh, we meet again on that episode. Uh, good, good day, day to you. The Always Sunny cast is in no way endorsed or affiliated with It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the FXX Network, or Philadelphia. The views and thoughts expressed in this podcast are of Eric Regan and Ross Northrup. If you enjoy this podcast as much as we enjoy making it, please subscribe, rate, review, and pass it on. If you'd like to reach out, you can email us at alwayssunnycastpod at gmail.com or stay in touch with us by following our Instagram account at the Always Honeycast Pod. We'll see you next time.